0: Better listen very carefully A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready Essentially, at this point, the fight is over So you pretty much flow with the goal Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready Trending What's happening in the world of BJJ and MMA? 10 minutes. Let's go. Straight out the gate. One of the biggest drug upsets, deals bust. busts in BJJ history. Let's name them. They will be this named. This is the biggest drug bust since El Chapo. That's <laughs> what I'm going to go out and say. Massive. Five high-level jiu-jitsu athletes. Igor Nascimento, you're not Fuck, and he looked so good at that. Who's number one? Because he was juiced to the gills. Cyborg. Roberto Abreu, of course. had that size, could only be from Growth Hormone. Of course. Jose Cardozo, and then, guess it, Wagner Rocha. (laughs) (gasps) Shock horror, who wouldn't be tested. Refused to, well, the fucking classic thing was that on the podium for that event, the first and second place were empty yeah it was just the two third place winners that were pre- every- present photographs right yeah and they all said apparently oh i had to bail because we had to get our flights sure when it was like if you make it to the podium you get tested at that point right yeah because they and it's funny craig said this too number two is not safe anymore <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not that he's done any ibjf events but he's like they used to only test who came first yeah but now they're testing who came second as well yeah and it was out of competition testing. That's why all these guys got pinged, three year ineligibility status. Right. So look, I don't think it actually hurts them that much because they're not really doing IBJJF. You would say that they knew it was coming. Yeah, and that it's they fucking doubled coming. down on the dosage because they're like, hey, I'm going out on top. Yutch. Yeah, yeah. We got well, we got ADCC coming up, so we need to yeah get ready for that. And, I mean, ADCC still don't care, right? Still no, don't if you testing. want. Yeah, sick. So man, that's <laughs> mad, love it. Keep yeah. that keep that same energy. Yeah, moment. we want that pride <laughs> energy. We want that <laughs> Vandalay silver <laughs> circa two thousand energy. Um so that's huge. I think we should see more of that. Because I think it's definitely understated. There's so many people out there still using and not getting tested. I think we'll see more or less. And my case for less is Perhaps they go fuck. We're ru- we're like we're crushing all the. Destroying the Yeah, like <laughs> no one left. It's like when they took drugs out of bodybuilding and yeah. bodybuilding shows plummeted because they because yeah. it was boring. They're all we've little. Got? We've got Mikey Musumeci versus <laughs> <laughs> no one. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey wins by default. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to jump across now. Polaris just did their first ever female Grand Prix, and uh, there was a bit of an upset. Elizabeth Clay came in. Toehold, uh, Fion Davies, who I think Fion might have been like a favourite for. Have to, be right. have to Last be. Last year's ADCC, when he said world champ, Gi and no Gi. Yep, yep, and silver medalist as well as gold medalist. Like she's done it Did all. Did Elizabeth Clay play second in ADCC, or was? She- well, she th- no, she, she I think she might have got bronze. Okay. Because right she on. in the final she fought Amy only, Campo. Only bronze. Well no, like yeah. no, no, of course. Elizabeth Clay. Dude, been I remember for a long it was time. the two it was the two matches going on at the same time. Yeah. And it was like fucking hell. Like I don't know which one to watch. What do you watch? You're watching Fion. Yeah. But that was like torn as a spectator. Elizabeth Clay beats Amy Campo via sweep. So some people are like Look, it's not, it wasn't a boring match because Amy Campo, ADCC champion, she gave the great speech when she beat Gabby Garcia in the final. Ah, right on. Right. But, so both of them is very closely, Amy Campo pressing on top, clay underneath, going for leg locks, went for a leg lock, didn't hit it and came up on the sweep right at the death, wins on that. So it was really great. Polaris copped a lot of heat for not giving women's jujitsu enough attention. Yeah, so got to give them props for that because they did cop heat for not having any females on their cards. I remember yep. Fionn made that post, which we referenced, we spoke about some time or ago. Four. And I think it's a big deal for an right. organization, organization to go, yeah, fair enough, we'll take that feedback on board and here's what we're doing about it. I'm Versus what we've seen with other sort of smaller organizations where they're like, they try to defend their position and be like, no, like, we don't give. We don't have female divisions because of X, Y, and Z. It's like no, just just change what you do. Just do it. And yeah. these nah. matches were Go on you guys. These matches were exciting. It was mad. Also, Owen uh, Lively just taking down Chris Weidman. I mean, Chris Weidman had some. He got a couple too. He did, but man, you know, Owen Livesley is a judo black belt, just a tank. Nugget and he's just he's thicker than me. I'd say, right? Maybe just, but he's shorter, shorter than me even. Now, <laughs> we, <laughs> imagine poor guy. Here is the realness. This happened in this last week. This is a shock. We had mentioned about training at other gyms, paying to train there, all this stuff. Listener of the pod, friend of ours, we won't name him. He went to his coach. He's trained at this gym for almost five years, and he just wanted to do the right thing and said, "Hey, I'm going to go train at this other gym. Is that cool? Like, still be here? Yeah, I'm just going to go. This is my team. Yeah, I want to go train there." And the coach had said to him, "Are you going to pay?" To be there? Like, you're going to pay to train there? He said, Yeah, of course. Like, that's the right thing to do. He's like, Get out. Booted him from the gym. Wow. He's a blue belt. He's been training there almost five years. Should be coming up on his purple. (laughs) Flicked him. Don't come back. Dang. That's brutal, man. This is in Australia? This is in Australia. That's so savage. What? so the coach was offended because the guy is going to going to pay two two memberships or what do you, like, your loyalty? Yeah. You're not loyal to me. And it's like, dude. And he, he his contention was, well, I'm going to train there. I might learn stuff from there which helps our gym get better. Nah, get out. That's wrong. I'm, I'm going to say right now, this is such a limited mindset that actually I think he, in a way it's good that he gets out now. Yeah, fucking hell. That guy doesn't deserve to have a business. No. It's, um, it's total scarcity mindset, right? Yeah. It's like I've got a whole clutch onto everything because there's not enough of, of anything around. Yeah, it's like, dude, fucking be cool, and your boy is gonna stay here and train there and bring cool shit back. Yeah, and also be really stoked because you're a cool coach, and like, there's so much benefit to just being cool with that stuff. Yeah, it's so strange to me, and 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 he was actually messaging with me like, man, I'm so upset. All my friends are there. You know, we've talked about this. He had a huge sense of loss, and I said, yeah, man, I I totally understand that. Like, that makes sense. It's understandable, but also fuck that guy. That is the worst attitude someone could have to you imagine that sounds like time for a mass exodus from that academy well i think it could happen just right? saying it's often something like that and then other people go yeah this guy's a dick you Yeah. know why, why are we putting up with this yeah and so man i wanted to bring that up because you might be out there thinking a similar vibe similar thought but maybe being a little bit scared because you're like i don't want to lose my mates i don't want to whatever but you never know you might be the uh you know, you might be the straw that breaks the camel's back to go, you know what, everyone needs to get out of here. Yeah, I think there's, um, like, just to be very clear about that, that you are not indebted to anybody and you got to do what you need to do to make your jiu-jitsu work and what's enjoyable for you and you are paying a membership at your academy. And so by virtue of that, you pay for what you get. You have no obligation to them outside of that. Yeah. Right? It's like, sure, if you were training there for free, then – maybe there's some kind of thing where it's like well the coach is giving you something but no you you're paying for that service so like that's kind of just that's that's abusive of the relationship yeah and look i think there was a lot of trust there and he was literally trying to do the right thing yeah he was almost asking for permission from his coach because he felt like he was doing the wrong thing by going and training there and not talking to his coach about it yeah and it's resulted in him getting kicked out that's that's quite ridiculous blessing in disguise (laughs) <laughs> yes, indeed. I think I think he's son, dodged a bullet. I, I want to give him props for trying to do the right thing. And I think ultimately it will lead to a better outcome for him. I feel that. Now, quickly, Joe, tell me. I uh, quickly put out a post yesterday. So I'm, I was the team rest round guy. I just wanted to let you update on that. Imagine. I am now team rest round, team rest week, Joey. <laughs> and this is relevant to an Instagram post I put out where I was talking about how I had a neck injury, took a week off training, neck feels great uh i mean it's still a bit stiff but but i was just talking about how sometimes one step back can be two steps forward and i put that but what was very interesting the feedback on this post was quite huge it resonated with a lot of folks and this interesting point came up from quite a few people which was whenever i take a week off or a little chunk of time off from jujitsu my training sessions when i come back are some of the like i have the best clarity and awareness while i'm training mm. And I'm like, man, that's so interesting. And it's almost like when you take that little break, you come back, there's just a removal of like some of the fog that's in your head and the constant sort of training intensity thing. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, there's a thing to that. It's real. I mean, uh, Albert Einstein, he was working on relativity, the theory of relativity, couldn't work it out. He's up real late one night. He's like, man, forget this. I'm giving up on it. Like I can't solve it. Went to bed, slept, woke up the next day. The, it had coalesced in his brain while he slept because he gave up on it. He let go of it and it allowed space and consolidation and then wow. he was able to solve it. And he wasn't active. He didn't come up with the answer actively. He actually gave up on the whole thing and it came to him. It's kind of like where you get a lot of your best ideas in the shower, right? Yeah. Or when you're on holidays. You're not thinking. You you just start, I always find I start to come up with innovative ideas when I'm away from like, my regular shift. I'm taking a week off. Maybe I should do this regularly. Yeah, (laughs) just stay away. (laughs) Maybe the week off is I come to work (laughs) once every six weeks. (laughs) I I go to – well, that's basically what I do. (laughs) Genius. There it is, fam. Trending. Thank you. Catch you next week.